Welcome back to the Broncast, the podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are two Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos. We work on Broncos and we love talking about the Bronco from generation one all the way through generation six. Our sponsor for today's episode is Tom's Off-Road. Tom's Off-Road has every part that you need to fully restore your Ford Bronco. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the worst upgrades for your Ford Bronco. <laughs> so John and I each have our own list. I have no idea what's on your list. Yeah, yeah it'll be great. Well, uh, man, so we're, we've, we've been back from Ford Fest for a few weeks, um, but the last couple episodes were all about Ford Fest, last two episodes. That was such a great event, and uh, it's kind of sad. We're coming to the end of event season, but uh, but yeah, that one that one was uh, definitely a a high point of the year for me. What about you? Yeah, I'm already making plans for next year. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a mattress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to start with, but uh, to see if I can get more air under my Bronco. Uh, my probably the most fun I had at the event was us driving our Broncos and jumping them. Yeah. Have you, like, I have thought so many times, man, why didn't I go faster? Like, like I've just had that thought, like I should have just taken one more lap and just, you know, hit it a little harder and gotten more air. But yeah, it, it, it has been, it's been a lot of fun for sure. Well, for me, I think one of the coolest things that came out of it was not just we got to get on the dynos and see how much horsepower these 302s actually make, right. the really old ones, and then uh, taking pictures of each other. I just yeah. thought that was incredible. Yes. I'm laying there uh, on the ramp side of the jump where you land, and it's so far down for you to come up the ramp. I had no idea where you were coming from, and I'm like, yeah. "Well, I can roll right really fast if you come <laughs> off the edge of the jump." And we got this amazing photo. It was, and yeah, I mean, yeah, good job because it's not easy to catch a, a you know truck moving. And um, for those of you who haven't seen, we posted a video on my YouTube channel just of the the week, and most of the footage that where I'm driving the Bronco, Donnie's filming. Um, and then I, I filmed, you know, we would take turns and I would film him and take pictures of him. He would take pictures of me and film me. And yeah, you're just like kind of going into it. Like, well, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how, how they, how they make it over the jump. Kind uh, of it was so much fun. And <laughs> next year they're going to add a whole bunch of obstacles. Yeah. So we'll be able to do those two next year. Yep. And next year we're already planning, um, doing some, actual a couple people asked me like were you faster than Donnie and I'm like I don't know like <laughs> because we never went you know at the same time and uh we had no way of timing it you know but I think next year we'll do some timed uh challenges where like two people will start at the same time on different parts of the track and whoever gets back to their start finish line first wins kind of thing so, yeah that's gonna be fun we'll have to do one for like early Bronco new yeah. Bronco and then uh, full size if we have enough full size Broncos. Well, and me and you, we'll just have to do one yeah. of just Donnie and Donnie versus John. Yeah. Just see. Red versus green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was that was so fun. Yeah. And uh, we we uh, talked about making a poster <laughs> of our Broncos jumping because it's like <laughs> yeah. it's just so cool, you know. Like, um, yeah, just seeing them fly through the air. Yeah, it, it makes you it makes you like one proud of like you know look what I. I've done, you know, and, and it held together. Um, but too, yeah, it was just, 
man, such a cool memory and such a, a fun time to, you know, actually do it. Well, with all the jumping, one of the, my favorite things was the the light blue Bronco. Yes. Uh, I think it was David's. Yeah. Uh, he just launched right off the start and hit the <laughs> throttle and he went right for some reason, but he didn't see the lake over there. Yeah. And he ends up in that giant water hole and he goes, I just never saw it. And I'm like, oh, you're like a water dog. He just went straight after the water and he had to get out and lock his hubs to get out of there. And then he finally got his truck running again. Jeez, I think we, we had to find a fuel pump for it later yep. and a couple other things. And uh, at the end of the day, he went to make another run and he just launched it off the big jump and then he lost his brakes. And, <laughs> and he had he had to stop. There's just nowhere to go. He goes, I know how to slow down fast. And he went right back into the lake. <laughs> Started in the lake, ended, ended in the, the lake. lake. Yep. Yeah, he, he was he was put, getting some good air for sure. A couple of those guys were, and it was fun just kind of hanging out and watching, watching them. And, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. There was one more thing that happened that was really funny. So everybody has, you know, early Broncos. There were some full size, lots of new gen sixes. Lauren Healy was out there, but then there was that like mom's Explorer that went around the track. <laughs> it looked like a 16 year old was driving it. Yes, it and, totally did. And I think he had to go home and tell mom that the airbags went off at the <laughs> McDonald's drive through because he blew the airbags when he pancaked. Oh man. He hit so hard. Like, and I was, I was standing right there waiting for you to go. I think, I think you're, you're in line and you know, I just see him come up and I'm like, Oh, he has got some major speed <laughs> and he hit that jump so hard that, yeah, he nose dove into, you know, into the dirt and the, 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 Explorer took it, you know, Ford Explorer, but all of his airbags went off. <laughs> and he, I think he got hurt because, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've ever been in an accident where all your airbags go off, but like those things pop, you know, and it's like, they hit you hard. And think about having that big helmet on as well. Oh, yeah. Like, but he was holding his arm when he got out. I was just like, oh man, this poor kid. <laughs> yeah. So, we were, we were learning how to turn the airbags off on the Gen 6. So it's what was it? Uh, there's a couple modes you can use, sport mode and yeah. something else. It doesn't turn the airbags off. Right. It just maybe desensitizes Yeah, it makes them. them less sensitive. Yeah. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. So it's like got, me, less sensitive. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Tougher skin. <laughs> that's right. More, more leathered. <laughs> yeah. So if you got a, if you got a Gen 6, um, then yeah, I think it was sport mode um, and a couple other. Maybe uh, Baja. Yeah, Baja. And I think probably the, some of the other modes too, like obviously normal, normal and eco aren't safe for airbags, um, mm -hmm. you know, going over jumps and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, sport, Baja, um, and then uh, rock crawl mode and stuff like that's going to turn them, turn them down so they're not quite as sensitive. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll go next year. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to camp. Um, Donnie and I camped this last year um, or this couple of weeks ago. And uh, it was actually super fun. And we were sitting out there by ourselves um, having some adult beverages. And uh, and we were just like, man, this is going to be a lot of fun next year if there's 30 other, you know, Bronco folks just hanging out around a campfire. And uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll – We'll get there, but yeah, it'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What are the, I, I know they haven't fully released the date yet for the event. It's, it's usually the last weekend in September. 
Yeah, so it's either going to be the 27th, 28th, 29th, or, well, yeah, I, I guess that would be the last weekend in September um, in 2024, uh, or it could be the first weekend in October. But for now, put it in there. Put it in your calendar, 27, 28, 29. It's a good time. You'll, yeah. want, you'll want to stay more than a day. Yeah, and you'll definitely want to be there on Friday because Friday was the day that the course was just open. Like, we could go out on the course at any point, and nothing else was going on. So like definitely if you want to run that that off-road course, Friday is the day to do that. You can wear it out. Oh yeah. And yeah. just have fun. And you know, even if you don't like race with us or anything like that, you know, if you don't do the actual challenge or something, like Friday is the day to do that. And I felt like Friday it was easier to get on the dyno. There weren't a ton of, you know, the line for the dyno wasn't as long. And it's a little bit more of a chill day. So definitely get that time off on Friday and, uh, and come to, come to the event. On well, Friday. Another bonus was there was a swap meet. So yeah, any part you break, maybe not specifically Bronco, but we were able to find a fuel pump, Yeah, <laughs> like 20 of them used. Right. It's like, all right, here's $15. Uh, and then you got your truck running again. Yep. Yep. Brake hoses, brake lines, anything you need. Speaking of events, what other events do we have coming up? Yeah. Yet? So coming up, um, this, this, uh, past weekend, um, was the Duff event. So they have James Duff, um, the guys over in Knoxville, they have an event, their own event. Um, and, uh, it's pretty close to us and they're part of the Tennessee Bronco club. Um, so a lot of club guys come out to that. Um, but yeah, it's in Knoxville and, and they do a couple cool drives. They meet up at their shop. Um, and, uh, that was a, that was a cool event. I wasn't able to go to it, but, um, saw the pictures from it and looked really like a cool event, but coming up, we've got on Saturday, November 25th, the Bronco Christmas Stampede in Elkin, North Carolina. Is that Anthony Bridges? Anthony Bridges event. Yeah. So he puts on the uh, Bronco Christmas Stampede, does a cool raffle where you're going to be able to, you know, win some nice Nashville early Bronco swag um, that I sent over to him. Uh, they, they do some prizes, awards. This is kind of a, it's a quick event. It's just a day. Um, and, uh, I think it's even just the morning, um, or maybe it's the afternoon, but, uh, if you're in the Carolinas in that area, it's a great Christmas Bronco event, um, to, uh, to go to all generations are welcome. Anthony has a fifth gen Bronco and I know he also has a sixth gen and, um, and so, you know, you got a good mix of the generations there and they decorate their Broncos and they give prizes for the most decorated and, and do the raffle. And, um, and then he pulls in a photographer so, you know, they can take pictures and, and do all that kind of stuff. So it works out really well. It's a lot of fun. You want to talk about the top 10 worst Bronco upgrades that we have experienced? Yes. All right. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is, this is just Donnie and I's list and, um, what we did, what we talked about, Donnie and I talked about this and we were like, okay, you put together five and I'll put together five and then we'll kind of just go back and forth. What is our top five, but in total, it'll be 10. What are, what are the worst upgrades that we think you can do to your Bronco? And, um, I would love to hear your guys's too. So if you have, you know, if you think of one, uh, shoot us an email, maybe we'll do a, a part two to this and, and do a, uh, um, what you guys think is the worst upgrade, um, 
to uh, to the Bronco, to yeah, an early we'll, Bronco. We'll rate them and we'll start with 10 and work our way backwards and go, yeah. and the number one worst upgrade <laughs> is, <laughs> right. drum roll please. Drum so these roll. are random. I'll, I'll do the mine first. Do, okay. I'll do one first. Okay, you do one. Um, my first one are like one and a half inch roll cages made out of exhaust tubing. <laughs> <laughs> like they're so bad. They look bad. They're almost bent flat at the corners. And for me, that's like one of the best upgrades you could do is just yeah. cut that thing out with the sawzall and put either no cage or put a good cage in, but that can really ruin the look of yeah. your truck. Yeah. I love that. The exhaust tubing, it's like pre-bent. So <laughs> it like collapses, you know how they- It's got the, the wrinkled skin yeah. on the inside. Yeah. It's like ready for a rollover to kill you. <laughs> that's right. That's my, that's uh, my first one. Number 10. All right. So number nine for me, uh, homemade bumpers. Oh. Uh, you know, like I feel like people would, I don't know if it was like a thing of the eighties or nineties, like they would go get, you know, a three inch tube and just weld it to the frame, you know? And it was like, this is my bumper or like a railroad tile or something, you know? And I'm like, where are these people, where are these bumpers coming from? I saw one that, I mean, it must've stuck out three feet. It had, you know, diamond plate on it. It had everything. It was enormous. And it was just this homemade monstrosity. And, you know, our, our, our Broncos can't hold that much weight. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, that's the, right. the 302 is not that powerful back in, back in the day. And so, for you to add a 900 pound homemade bumper is like, oh, Jesus, terrible. That was actually also on my list. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember, but there was one truck we restored that had probably three of the worst upgrades on it. So this was easy for me. But we had to use an engine hoist because the two of us couldn't lift this front bumper. Are off you the truck. serious? No. And for me, the problem is these people are like cutting off the frame mounts. And they're just welding these yes. things onto the frame. And then right we, to the frame. When you go to restore the truck, you're like, well, now we got to redo the ends of the truck right. so that we can mount a new original bumper on. But yeah, that thing was so heavy. It had a winch on it, spare tire. And then there, we still have another one that looks like it, the bumpers from a switching car from a train yard. <laughs> yeah. I literally, to work on this truck, I can stand between the bumper and the grill and work on the engine. Oh my God. And he won't let me take it off. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. I know it really does. It looks like a, uh, you know, how big bumpers on fire trucks, you know, where it's like they can stand and work on the fire truck because you got this monster bumper. That's what it feels like sometimes. Big package on the front. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, my next one's going to be, um, wheels that stick out so far. We had one truck where I, I don't, they just, I don't even know what kind of wheels these were. They were they were hideous, and the inside of the tire was even with the outside of the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem, the, let me tell you, this is what's funny. We found out why later because I took the spacers off and went to put the rear wheels back on. I go, oh, this is going to help this guy's truck a lot, and it hit the bleeder valve. Oh. The rim did because he had that whole thing where he was the brakes put a big. disc brake kit oh. on the back. He put F one fifty axles under the truck. And then it had big brakes on it and the wheels wouldn't clear. So he got like, I'm not kidding, two and a half inches of oh, spacers. Geez. So big wheels and spacers. So really, I guess my issue is spacers on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, 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 and it, yeah, it has no functionality and it puts you at risk when you're driving down the road because that spacer is going to give. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. It's just so, so dangerous. Well, uh, number seven for me, two or a three inch body lift. 
I mean, I, I think it looks terrible. And like I've seen, and, and what I'm talking about where, I, where it looks bad is you've got that gap now uh, from your bumper to like the tailgate or on the front from your bumper to the grill because your bumper is attached to the frame. And uh, you put that huge body lift on there and it just gives you that huge gap. And I've seen trucks roll up on Meekum and Barrett Jackson who have that gap because the builder doesn't know what they're doing and they you know, try to stuff this coyote engine into their Bronco. And then they're like, Oh, the hood doesn't close. Well, let's just give it a, you know, bigger (laughs) body lift, you know? And it's like, Oh, it looks so bad. Um, and I have a one inch in one inch body lift. I don't even really like that, but I had to do that for my engine. And yeah, it's like I I ended up getting those uh, bumper little spacers where it goes into the frame horn and it actually lifts your bumper up another inch, you know, so that it looks more stock. And I know uh, the guys over at James Duff, they have that little body filler piece where for a one inch body lift, you put that filler piece in there and it, it kind of hides the, the, the body gap. But oh man, two inch body lift, no. Three inch body lift, even more no. <laughs> I, I'm wearing a pair of one inch body lifts right now. <laughs> so I can be more, more average. <laughs> because you got such a big engine. You, gotta, <laughs> you, need, you need more body lift. Yeah. Okay. So I had one that was similar to the one inch, two inch, three inch body lift. Actually, one inch is not bad. No. But yeah. Any bigger than that. And it looks like you're wearing high heels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is actually when people do these giant suspension lifts and then they don't lower the radius arms. They don't put the brackets on. And, you know, yeah, it looks like you got all this clearance, but you've literally rotated that front axle so much that the vehicle's almost undrivable and super squirrely. And, you know, you've completely changed the caster of the design of the Dana 44. So you're supposed to, when you do, you know, four or five, six inches, you're supposed to lower those radius arms with these mounts that go into your frame. And yeah, they stick down and you can see them, but your truck's going to drive the same. Right. Right. Or, you know, actually do like a three or four link kit where you get rid of that radius arm and you actually, you know, just do a a different geometry for that suspension. Yeah. Cause you're lifting it so high that it no longer functions the same way that Ford intended it to from the factory. It would be like running around, you know, on your tippy toes or riding a skateboard (laughs) on the very front edge of the skateboard. You're going to eat it. You know, it's just, it just makes it want to nosedive so bad. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right, number five, uh, the big rims with the low profile tires. Like I'm, I'm good with big rims. Like if you have a you know set of forty inch tires on your your truck, not usually people don't usually put that on a Bronco, but if you have forties on your truck, like man, get a set of twenties, you know, and and that makes the wheel, you know, entire combo look right. You know, it's not like a 15 inch wheel with a set of forties to me look, looks kind of funny, but I just, I can't get with the 24 inch rim with like the real skinny, you know, tire on it. Like in a, on a Bronco, I just feel like it looks uh, very bro dozer ish. 
Um, and I just, I, I can't get behind it, uh, but yeah, I just feel like it, it just, you know, doesn't look good and it, it just looks wrong on a Bronco, you know, and, um, serves no purpose. Like that ride, like Broncos already have a rough ride, you know, like just because of the age and geometry, you add some of those tires on there, your ride is just gotten so much worse because the, you know, your tire really does soak up a lot of the road. It soaks up a lot of the, just the movement under the suspension that you don't know, you know, you don't, you wouldn't feel and you get rid of that tire and you put a low profile tire on any rim and you are going to feel like you're driving, you know, a locomotive. Like it's, it's going to be painful. I, I think my, my last one is actually when people put like racing car engines in their Bronco, like a street performance camshaft or something, it, they make the truck almost undrivable. You know, it's yeah. a, and the other side is is they they have this really low idle, and then they don't produce enough boost to make the vacuum boost to make the brakes work properly. So now you got a truck that like is lumping barely one style, it's got the wrong camshaft in it, and you got no brakes. So for right. me, that's the opposite of an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I have I have a a couple more here. Number three, buying a new body from Nashville Bronco Builders. <laughs> 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 a new body. You like old bodies? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I kid. That's Donnie's company. He builds new bodies and they're fantastic. Um, but along those lines, crappy body work. Oh, yeah. Um, you can substitute a different word for crappy. And, you know, like we've all been guilty of this or most of us have. I know I have. Like uh, I've got holes in my in my rear fender well um, where rust has just eaten, you know, from the, the quarter to the fender. Well, like rust has eaten into a couple spots. So what did I do? Well, I grabbed some of that, um, uh, the foam that expands Oh yeah, <laughs> and I just put a piece of tape over it and sprayed some of that expanding foam in there and cut it off, you know, and then just threw a coat of spray paint on top of it. Now I will never sell the Bronco in that condition, but, uh, keeps you know, the squirrels out, keeps the squirrels out yep, yep. <laughs> and keeps the weather out and the water out. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like crappy body work where, you know, people put roadway signs on their floor pans and weld them in place, like stuff like that, where it's like, come on, like we're better than this. We, we shouldn't, <laughs> we should not do this. I have seen, I've cut through layers and layers of metal to get to like the frame like there should only be one layer of floor in here <laughs> you know you know the carpet can go but then you got all the steel there was one track we're actually building a new body for it i i thought the vehicle was unrestorable and then turns out this other guy buys he goes oh i got this you know i got it from this guy over in you know this town it's like i know exactly which bronco <laughs> that is and uh it had layers of metal over the quarter Jeez. panel where the gas filler neck was on both sides and some of it was like eighth inch plate steel to the point where the, you know, the style line on the side of the truck, yeah. it wasn't even there. They oh just kept gosh. plating over rust. And he said, he, he told me, we laughed about it. He goes, I just needed the frame and the fin and it's a 76. So it's going to be a nice truck, but yeah. you know, that's sometimes that's what you got to buy. But he said he cut through four layers in one quarter panel. Oh, brutal. Yeah. 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 We've all been guilty of it, but that is, that's a terrible upgrade for sure. <laughs> okay. Th th there's tons of early Bronco, but I want to move on to Gen 6. All right. So I've got one and it's not the eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> Your way could be worse. 
angry face. Angry eyes. The I angry have that eyes, on my list uh, too. In the Jeep. Don't make your brand new Bronco uh, look like a Jeep. Yeah. You just go buy a Jeep. Yep. You know, if you if you want a Jeep, buy a Jeep. If you want a Bronco, you know, don't don't do angry eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Does not <laughs> I took yours. Now we're even. Yep. Yep. Well, I still have one more uh early Bronco uh worst upgrade. I know that this is gonna offend some people out there because it's a pretty common upgrade, but the diamond plate. I just, uh, I can't, I can't do the diamond plate, you know, like just feels to a 1980s muscle car or like a a fire truck, you know, (laughs) feels like a fire truck kind of thing. And it feels like you're hiding something, you know, like, um, and I was, I was on the classic Bronco forum the other day and some guy was all proud of his diamond plate, uh, door inserts, you know, that go on the door. And I'm just like cringing, like, Oh, come on. Do you remember? I tried to offer you a set and you turned down <laughs> and you hurt my feelings. I go, no, I'll give them to you. And you're like, <laughs> so in case nobody knows we're in the warehouse today yeah we're in the warehouse i have this is a like i don't know the squirrels were chasing each other on the roof or yeah, something something <laughs> the warehouse is um a super sweet spot right next to donnie's shop where we are slowly taking over um and donnie and i have a shared shared space where we uh just got a coats lift put in in and we're um so we're trying to trying to get the warehouse, you know, up and running and, and looking good. Doesn't have all the insulation yet. The electrician is here hanging lights and, you know. Chasing squirrels out. Chasing squirrels, yeah. Apparently. And there's tons of brown recluses in here. Like There I, were. There still are. <laughs> I moved a box and saw three. Well, they say if you live in Tennessee, you're going to have brown recluses. <laughs> Our producer, Josh, is now, He's now scared, very scared looking around <laughs> at his chair. Yeah. As long as it's not cardboard. Yeah, they it hate, is. It's they, the cardboard. They hate plastic. Yeah, they love cardboard. But yeah, okay, so diamond plate. Um, and uh, I, that's my number one worst upgrade is, is diamond plate. And it was funny though, none of our upgrades, you had one, none of them were really like, they're all cosmetic. They weren't oh, really yeah. like <laughs> functional. But all right, we have a couple more Gen 6 though, right? Yeah, yeah. One of mine is, this is funny, there are some things you can purchase to on a Gen 6. You can modify the drive-by-wire throttle, the pedal. So there's one of these devices on my new Gen 6. <laughs> <laughs> when I picked it up, Ian had it set on GT40 mode. <laughs> And I went to back up and did a burnout out of his shop and he just laughed. And I, so I thought, Oh, this is funny. Ian. I'm going to drive it home like this. And I literally could not drive it home. It was either full RPM or it was nose diving. It took overdrive out and everything. It was hilarious. It was to me, it's like, maybe I don't know how to use it, Yeah, but, um, and that's the, which I've actually gotten a ton You're not of supposed com- to say the name. Oh, sorry. Well, I've gotten a kind of ton of comments on um like when we talked about it on the um on my YouTube channel, like people were like, Where can I buy that? <laughs> I got so, one. Yeah. Everyone everyone wants it. But yeah, it changes, it just remaps your your uh how sensitive your throttle pedal is. Maybe it's not like the worst product, but no, I don't but, know how to use it. Yeah. Well, and if you you know, yeah, if you don't want a full-on, full-off pedal, then it is pretty bad. It's like an on-off switch is is the way Ian had it set on my truck. So I did make it more than three or four miles, and I had to, like, 
turn it off. <laughs> I unplugged it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My, uh, this isn't really an upgrade. So it's not really fair, but it's more of a pet peeve. I think all of mine were just more pet peeves. <laughs> um, but the ducks, the, uh, the, oh. or the horses, like how people are doing the, I, how about, did you see the duck with the horse head? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's worse than the duck. Yeah. This isn't an upgrade, but it's, that's just, come on. We're, we're better than this people. Like, let's not, let's not duck each other or buck each other. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something yeah. out. We don't need to do anything. We can just enjoy each other's company. So I, I had a fun idea. I thought I'd call Tom's and I'd say, okay, instead of this episode being all about the worst products, I said, hey, Alan, what are the top 10 best sellers? Yes. So I had him send it to me and I didn't show it to you. Yeah. So <laughs> And I only looked at the first one and I realized, oh, this would be so much more fun if we don't know what the top 10 bestsellers are. Yeah. We could guess. So Ooh. I'm going to go with Chrome Bumpers. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. Because I was thinking more like uh, something unique. But yeah, like probably the everyday part is probably like something that someone, everyone needs. I'm going to say a lift kit, but I don't know how to... Like maybe just a two and a half inch lift kit. Like that's what I have on mine. Like, you know, that was the one of the first things that I wanted to put on my Bronco when I got it. Uh, but it's probably going to be something like, you know, sea uh, bushings. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> it wah, probably wah. is. Yeah. All right, grab your list. All right, I'll, I'll read the first one. Okay, uh, here we go. It says part number sixteen eighty one eighteen piece door felt kit. It goes around the window. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you need those? I do. <laughs> yeah. I have, no, I, I, I put some new ones on and I did them terribly. I didn't talk about that in my video when I did it, but like it just, it doesn't sit right and <laughs> I need to, I need to get those better. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Number two, black shoulder belt kit. So oh, seat belts. Yeah. But shoulder belt. So three point. Um, which I just put in my Bronco, um, to get on, the other one in. No, <laughs> I just, I literally have it on the driver's side, not on the passenger side. <laughs> oh, number three. Oh, this one's for me. All right. Factory Chrome bumper kit. There you, front go. Rear. you got it. You win. And they're affordable. They're like, I mean, a new plastic bumper for your car. If you like cracker trash, it's thousands of dollars. Yeah. These are like under $400 for front and rear. Yeah. It's a bargain. Yeah. And it's a great, great, great piece as well. Oh, number four. I got it. So you got number three. I got number four. Two and a half inch suspension lift Look kit. at that. Look at that. We We're, guessed them. We did. That was pretty good. I put those on everything. Oh, yeah. Two and a half inch lift kit. That's the perfect lift. Like, even for what you would assume was a stock Bronco, like, just lifts it just enough to kind of just give it a nice, a nice look. Well, and I like the rest of the lift to come from honestly bigger tires. Yeah, exactly. You know, 31s, 33s. I've got I 35s mean, under there. Yeah. Two and a half inch lift, one inch body. Lift. All right. Next one. Okay. John, I guess number three and you guess number four, number five power front disc brake kit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, that's nice. Yeah. I've done that as well. That's a good, a good kit for sure. 
Well, and you can do a four-wheel disc brake kit, but they're saying that the front disc brake kit, which is probably a conversion. Yeah. So come Well, and the issue with the four-wheel disc brake kit is you have to reroute your emergency brake cable and uh, move your possibly move your shock if if it's in the way and stuff like that. So um it the the rear brakes, rear disc brakes aren't as good of an upgrade and in all honesty with the weight of the bronco and having the discs up front that's plenty yeah but nobody has their parking brake cables connected no, anyway i don't 90 so. percent <laughs> of the broncos yeah. don't have parking brakes so right yeah if it's a manual that's a problem though. yes that's a big problem all right number six tom's off-road premium uh, seat kit yeah. That's pretty amazing. I know that, you know, we obviously talk with Tom's a lot and they have like sold out of these kits so many times and they have to mm -hmm. like reorder because it's such a good kit. I mean, like, honestly, they have the, the premium seat kit that looks incredible, like their walnut seats and all that. Like it looks amazing and just fits in the Bronco. It looks like it was made for it. Like it, it's really, really nice. They have three shades of brown. If you don't count the off-white, the parchment, they have the deer skin, yep. they have walnut that's kind of in between the two, and then the buckskin, which is really dark. Yeah. And, um, they're like $1,800, maybe less or something like that. Yeah. And you get the two front seats and a fold and tumble rear seat. Yeah. It's, it's a great, a great deal. And- it yeah, I think it was Carson who's, I don't know, he's in his early twenties or late teens, and he was like, oh yeah, I was able to drive my Bronco for like six hours and it didn't hurt my back, and I was like, <laughs> man, be in your forties and drive your Bronco for an hour and it'll you feel like you're like been in a wheelchair. All if your I life. remember right, the night before they almost pulled an all nighter and they were putting the dashboard back in and the seats in so he could get to the show. Yeah, to yeah. super sell. Yeah. All right. My next one is, oh, painless wiring harness. Ooh. Yeah, that yeah. is smart. Yeah. Man, that's crazy that that's one of their top sellers, the painless wiring harness. Great upgrade. Highly recommend that. And I highly recommend people do it themselves, a DIY or PAY. That's a DIY for sure because, man, you learn where every wire goes. You learn where you know, everything plugs in. And so when you go, oh no, my blinker's not working anymore. It's like, you know exactly where to check, you know, if it's not just the bulb. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good kit. One of the coolest things about that kit is that every wire, every like 12 inches is labeled with right turn signal or yes. horn or, yep. you know, whatever that wire powers, yeah. you know, yeah. there's, it's literally printed every like foot. Yes. The entire length of the truck. So you know, uh, and then the, I think I believe the color coding is same as Ford. Yep. So, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool how they did it. And they're not that expensive. I mean, no. you, you imagine how much you pay an electrician to try and fix three sets of wires running to your truck <laughs> that are put together with band aids. Yeah. You know, instead of electrical tape. Yep. Or wire nut connectors, which you get at Home Depot. <laughs> they do nice. not belong on a, on yeah. a vehicle. And um, these kits are they're like a thousand bucks. Yeah. And then you know you're not going to have any electrical problems. Yeah. And the painless wiring uh, instruction book is the best thing on the market. I mean, if you're just trying to figure out, you know, where your wires go, like that is the most informative uh, instruction booklet for sure. All right. Number eight, the Tom's Off-Road 23-gallon fuel tank. 
I did. I just did that upgrade not too long ago. That is a good, good upgrade uh, for sure. And what's funny is I almost put this on my worst upgrades list, uh, not Tom's in particular, but just the 23 gallon tank because it, just how our Broncos are made, that thing looks like a diaper <laughs> hanging, hanging down, a full, you know, diaper. a full diaper on a toddler. <laughs> That's the difference. When you're looking at the back of the truck, you know, it's just this like black thing that's hanging down. Now having 23 gallons is fantastic. And the, the Tom's tank in particular, like I've got my EFI running uh, from it. It has run, you know, it's worked great and super easy to install. Um, but yeah, I think all the 23 gallon tanks just kind of look wah wah. Um, when you're, when you're looking at it from behind and you're just seeing this, you know, full diaper hanging down. Well, and then you should buy the skid plate. So that adds another half inch. Yep. But yeah, exactly. I mean, you really should skid plate it, but the original gas tank design's cool the way it tapers up, but it's so small. So small. 11 gallons, 13 gallons. I think think you go up 10 gallons. You go from, I think it's 13 to 23. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Number nine bestseller. Bronco part is the plate style family roll cage. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And do you know what they mean by plate style? If yeah. You want to tell them? Yeah. We're in the front, uh, when it, right when it, is it when it hits the windshield or when it hits the dash? Just before the, like right about the top of the dash. Top of the dash. It turns into these plates. Um, so it, it enables you to keep uh, your ability to use your parking brake, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which one. I don't have, and to open your glove box door. Um, so pretty cool plate style. And it, you know, holds the strength, that, you know, and and uh, keeps the rigidity of the, the roll cage. Yeah, it's like a super thin profile on the side. I mean, it's thick plate. It's probably a quarter inch. It's really thick and it's wide and it just fits right in your kickboards. And uh, it's funny how many people will buy a six point cage or a family cage that's not a windshield mount and then go, Oh, my club box doesn't open anymore. And just clunks when it hits the cage. You can't, you can't flip your fuel selector switch anymore. (laughs) Or, you know, it's like, there's tons of, of little things that you just don't even think about. All right, and last on the list, uh, Dakota Digital Speedometer. That's a that's a good one as well. I don't I don't have this in my Bronco, and actually for my uh, restoration that I'm doing, I actually went with the classic instruments uh, gauge uh, speedo gauge cluster because um, I liked the classic look of it. Like I think that it, Dakota Digital is amazing, and I think it probably is superior to the classic instruments one. Um, but it just looked a little too high tech. Um, and I'm even thinking about not putting a radio in my restoration Bronco, like in just keeping it clean on the dash. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go with the classic instruments. It still, you know, has a lot of the upgraded features. Um, but I think it just has a cleaner look and a more uh, classic look. Yeah. I think you go one way or the other when you're doing your truck, you either want all this digital stuff and the lights that you can change the colors on or you go like full OG. Yeah. And, uh, I'm yeah. more of a classic guy. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, cool. Well, uh, thank you. Tom's off road for sending us their, their, uh, top list of some of their, their top parts. This was a cool, cool list to go through. And we got to go through some, uh, some of the worst 
cosmetic upgrades <laughs> and uh, worst cosmetic things that you can do to your Bronco. We'll have another list next year. That's right. I guarantee you we can <laughs> come up with twice as many and do a new show. So if you have ideas, send them in yep. and we'll rate them. Maybe we'll Ooh. do and we'll start with 10 and go, you know. The number one worst upgrade. We should we should have people send in pictures of their own Broncos to for us to just rag on them and pick them apart. <laughs> well, in a future episode, we're going to look at some Broncos, but they're going to be uh, full, size. full size for sale. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a fun episode. I always yeah. like when we do that. Hey, you know what next week is? Our Halloween episode. Oh, creepy. <laughs> Bronco horror stories. So, we're going to uh, kick that off with the best... Halloween joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Is it a dad joke? Yeah, I would classify that as a dad joke. <laughs> now, as you guys know, our sponsor is Tom's Off-Road. And Tom's Off-Road let us know that they're having a customer appreciation sale this weekend. So if you're not yet on the Tom's Off-Road email list, you need to get on there because there is going to be some crazy discounts and I think what it's gonna be is something like free shipping on everything, which is pretty incredible wherever you're at to be able to get free shipping from Tom's Off-Road. So definitely be on the lookout for the customer appreciation sale this weekend only. If you're not yet on the Tom's Off-Road email list, get on it and get the email for the customer appreciation sale. Thank you for listening to The Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off-Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the Broncast. We'll see you next week.